Welcome to Table Flippers Podcast, outreach of Greater Worship Christian Church here in Lancaster, California. I am your host, Robert Enos, along with Chippy the Chipmunk. Oh, my adoring fans. Get ready for a huge dose of reality and a huge dose of common sense. You said it, brother. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're back here at Table Flippers Podcast. Again, we're in beautiful... Now Generations Coffee used to be Butler's Coffee. Butler's had the world's greatest coffee back then. And now Generations have the world's greatest coffee. So come and join them. Come and try everything that they have here. They got great desserts, great coffee, fantastic atmosphere, fantastic people um, that now own and run this wonderful establishment. I have to say that because she's sitting right there staring at me, giving me the eye. (laughs) No, but they're fantastic, fantastic people. And um, so we just love coming here still, even though we are no longer the owners. And I'm trying to retrain myself because I walk in and I just start expecting everything and doing my thing. And But they still take good care of me. So uh, Generations Coffee, Palmdale, 10th Street West, uh, right across the street. For those of you local people, right across the street from the Walmart. <laughs> you could hear her <laughs> um, giving a shout out. But right across the street from Walmart, behind what is that restaurant again right there? Fire Island. And uh, Kazi Sushi? Mm-hmm. I've never eaten there. So anyways, right behind Kazi Sushi and Fire Island Grill across the street from uh, Walmart and Generations Coffee, the greatest coffee. Sitting here with me is my daughter-in-law, Jessica Enos. And we're going to be talking to her. Jessica, would you like to say hello? Hello, everyone. She is going to share with you what's been going on at the school board meetings here locally, but even the uh, school board meeting that went on last week in Chino Valley. That was so interesting. They're fighting for our young people. Jess is fighting for our, our youth, or as they would say, I forget the name of that movie now, the youths. But um, our young people, ladies and gentlemen, if we don't get busy fighting for our young people, we've, we've not just lost America, we've lost America's future. So she's doing a phenomenal job of, of going to these school board meetings here locally and now even in Chino Valley and standing up. And really there's, there's a, I don't know if you want to call it a movement yet, but it sure looks like a movement that's picking up steam here. Um, with the school boards and parents getting involved, uh, and uh, which is refreshing. I just I wish it would have happened 50 years ago, but nonetheless, <laughs> it's happening. And thank God, this generation saying enough is enough. So, <clears throat> Jeff, uh, Jeff, <laughs> Jess, this is my second podcast this morning, uh, ladies and gentlemen. So if I seem a little bit out of it, it's my mind is still reeling from our conversation with. <laughs> with Mike and Rich and Carol and and even though if you're listening when you listen to this uh, they'll probably air a day apart they were recorded back to back so I'm still thinking about all the nonsense <laughs> that's going on at a community level here in Palmdale and Lancaster so uh, and then what we did last night we were at the um, the uh, rally yes it was a really an appreciation rally for our local law enforcement and I was expecting maybe a hundred people 
you know, that's uh, that was just what was going on in my mind. And then I, I didn't count, but there was... There was more than 100 people. <laughs> well over 100 people. It was amazing to see that kind of community around them. Yes. And, and, and it was, again, it was refreshing yeah. that people are really starting to wake up, you yes. know, and, and understand. And, and ladies and gentlemen, please don't misunderstand what I'm saying. Um, cause a lot of our listeners are, are not even here in the United States. I got listeners all over the world and in your part of the world, if your if your local police are corrupt, please don't think that anything that we said about our local police really is, is re- referencing your local police. You know, um, if you can't show them support because they are corrupt, I understand that. But here locally, locally where we're at here in Lancaster, California, Palmdale, California, um, I'm not saying that all of our deputies are, you know, there's always a bad apple somewhere. Yeah. But generally speaking, 99.99% of our law enforcement here are doing a phenomenal job, a great job. Uh, and they support us, we support them. And they're truly, they put their life on the line. So uh, I don't want anybody to think if you're in one of those places that have corruption, even in the law enforcement, that I'm saying go support them. Please, uh, you have to take all of that with a grain of salt, uh, so to speak. So anyways, enough of that. I just wanted to explain that because, again, I have people in in places that, yeah, they need to run for their life when they see law enforcement showing up. But, Jess... So you've been going to these school board meetings locally. Uh, and, and tell us how that's been going on, on a more of a local level. I want to talk about Chino Valley, but I, I really want to hear also what's going on at the local level so that all of our listeners can understand what's happening right here, at least in our own our, our own backyard. Um, we've been really focusing on Westside. Westside, I wouldn't say, is the Westside Union School District isn't the worst of the worst. It's... We actually have a lot, the, most of the board's on our side. So mm-hmm. our thought process is, hey, let's get some stuff passed here. Let's put blockades in place against the government, and then let's go on to the others. We still have, what I say, toes in the pond on all the other school districts. Um, I've been meeting with school board presidents and superintendents just so they know we're watching yeah. and that we're paying attention. Um, Wes, I did have an incident where a teacher read a book on transgender on a, a, I think it's called A Boy Named Penelope, and they had fifth graders read it. And that's what kind of sparked my initial, I need to get involved. This is because you don't think that it's happening in your backyard. Right. And then when you hear it, you're like, oh, uh uh-uh. uh, I, I need to say something. So that's what started my involvement. But. Um, wait, wait, let me, let me um, back up for just a minute. Yeah. So you said that uh, a teacher had fifth graders reading a book called a boy named penelope named penelope did did i i what's in that book um it just basically it encourages how do i say this it makes it okay for kids if they feel like they if they want to wear a dress or if they you know be be who you want to be essentially and we it was brought to our attention it was actually happened at greg anderson academy here in and that was one of the top 10 schools um and the parents actually started i was really the parents got upset about it mm-hmm. and rallied together and started their own um emailing the principal and trying to figure out how this happened why this happened and then that's where it started well we shouldn't let this happen period this shouldn't right. be something fifth graders 
at it, or any age, realistically, but fifth graders to say, hey, it's okay for you to essentially believe you can be something that you're not. So, so fifth grade, what, what, what's the age of fifth grade? It's been a long time since That's I was That's Zoe's age, fifth grade. so 10. So 10-year-olds, so ladies yeah. and gentlemen, 10-year-olds, 10, barely double digit, only on this planet for 10 years, are required in some of these classrooms, even here on the local level, uh, to read such books as a boy named Penelope that's grooming them, sexually speaking and otherwise, and teaching them that if you, basically if you, you know, feel like little boys, if you feel like you're a girl, little girls, you feel like you're a boy, well, then that's what you are. And can you, I mean, 10 years old, 10 years old, they're just stepping into that preteen confusion already. And now they, you add this sexual confusion, um, this identity confusion, and who's doing it? The teachers. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I, I just wanted to clarify that yes. for everyone so you understand why people like Jessica's out there fighting this good fight. So I'm sorry, I, I, no, I cut you're fine. off to back up a little bit for some clarity for, for all my listeners. Yes, so the full title is actually Born Ready, The True Story of a Boy Named Penelope, and it's a picture book. So it's a picture book, yeah. so it's aimed at our children. Yeah. And so that, to me, was like, mm -mm, no, no way. So that's what we've been doing here. And so you think if it's happening at Westside, which is a pretty conservative district, right. you know it's happening everywhere else. Oh, yeah, yeah. And the group of ladies that I that are make up Antelope Valley Parents for Education, the core group anyway, they have been fighting in Lancaster for a while. Mm -hmm. And so they've been dealing with this kind of stuff. And we, I mean, PFC went to Lancaster board meetings a couple times, and it's just, it blows my mind. It, 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 I still, I still, <laughs> it, I, 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 there's sometimes I just can't wrap my brain around some mm -hmm. of this stuff. And so when you hear people use that term as groomers, mm -hmm. you know, introducing things to even younger and younger and younger children, that honestly, I'll just be frank with you, ladies and gentlemen, there was a <clears throat> book that somebody went to, wasn't locally, um, that was being pushed in, in some schools mm -hmm. and one of the uh, uh, local pastors took that book to to the school board meeting yep. and read it to the school board now ladies and gentlemen this is a true story you can look this up um, he read it to the school board members the very book that they're allowing to be read in the classroom that they represent the classrooms that they represent to children yep and he re read it, and they had to ask him to stop because it was uh, pornographic. And he says, oh, does this bother you? Mm -hmm. Well, this is what you are forcing our children to read. Yep. Does this bother you? And it bothered them. So that tells me they don't even know the content of a lot of the things that they're pushing on our children. No. It's, it's, it's disgusting that it they're is. not even really doing their job. It is. So anyways. It's very I'm, disgusting. Ooh. Yeah. No, this is a very hot topic. Sure. Yeah, this is why parents, ladies and gentlemen, you got to get involved. I told people uh, for years that if you're sending your children to a public school, that's to me on the same level as child abuse mm -hmm. because of what they're doing in our public schools. Nowhere else in our world, nowhere, nowhere else would, would 
at least caring, loving, normal, common sense parents send their children to places without their supervision, by the way, mm -hmm. where there's known pedophilia, yep. known sexual groomers, known sexual abusers, nowhere else. If, if ladies and gentlemen, if your pediatrician, if you even thought your pediatrician was a pedophile, you would not send your child to that pediatrician, to that doctor, especially without being in their, that room and watching every move that they make, and yet you send your children to places where they're not just pedophiles themselves, but they're teaching it. They're teaching it to our children. Yeah. And then a lot of people get, you know, get up, you know, as they would say, butt hurt because yeah. somebody says they're groomers. Yeah. Anyways, That's I'm sorry. It's a nice term. Groomers to me is a nice term. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it's, it's something that we can at least say on the air and not get bumped off. This is true. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> so, so you guys, um, you went down to um, Chino Valley last yes. week. There was a, uh, explain that. How did you guys get involved with Chino Valley? I had heard, so Chino Valley had been um, in our circle of news for a little bit that the president, Sonia Shaw, was going to she created an ordinance on simply just informing parents. Yeah. And when you hear how much opposition there was just before the meeting that how dare she want to inform parents, AVP was like... So when you say inform parents, inform them of what? Uh, child comes in wanting to, if child's a boy and comes in and says, I want my pronouns to be she, her, or call me something else, or I identify nice. as this, or any other, you know, any part of the LGBTQ plus yeah. agenda, parents should, or go to the nurse or, or guidance counselor or whatever, they felt parents should be involved in this, in, in it. I mean, which makes sense. Yeah. I mean, yeah, parents yeah, should parent, know. Right. Um, if your child is going through a mental disturbance in any way or is suffering from different, you know, things going on in their life, a parent should always be involved. Right. So we were like, okay, good for her. But the state is actually, and I think the sad thing is, is that we actually have to have ordinances made for parental rights to know what's going on with their children <laughs> in the school. And so she was like, well, no, we're gonna make an ordinance. I'm gonna put blockades in place for the, for the state. They can't come after us. And the state lost their mind. Everybody lost their mind. And this was even before the meeting happened. So AVPE got wind of it, and I was just like, we need to go. Like, we need to rally the troops, and we need to go just to support her because right. we may not be getting a lot of support in the AV, but somewhere else. And yeah. I'm all about growing our army. So yeah. if we go, we support, let's go. And so that's what we did. We went down to Chino Valley Unified, and it was, it was a circus. <laughs> <laughs> it was a very – but, of course, I thrive in that stuff, so I thought it was fun. I was like, this is – flipping great this yeah. is amazing seeing all these people and then you know yeah so you say, it was a, <laughs> it you, say was. you say it was a circus now now i was actually ladies and gentlemen so, so you know i was going to do uh, um an episode yesterday i believe it was yesterday i was looking at this because i i saw several uh, articles coming out about that meeting and even the aftermath of that meeting where, what, what's the president's name? Sonia, Sonia Shaw. S Sonia Shaw has been receiving not just death threats against herself, but against her family, mm -hmm. even her, her dogs and cats yeah. or her animals, they, whatever yeah. she has. And, and, and not just like, oh, we're gonna kill them. To the point they were describing how they were going to mutilate yeah. her animals, her children yeah. and all that. I mean, so you said it was a circus 
<laughs> so these these clowns in the circus mm-hmm. come out. <laughs> they didn't get what they wanted, no. and now they're uh, they're threatening uh, Sonia Shaw, yes. the president of Chino Valley School, I guess school district. Yes, mm-hmm. and uh, to not just you know do her harm, but to mutilate her and her loved ones mm-hmm. and even her pets. Yes. Uh, so you can understand why we are doing what we do because these are the people ladies and gentlemen these are the people believe it or not they're in many of the classrooms with your children this mentality because from what i understand it wasn't just parents that were in opposition that were there it was school teachers school teachers guidance counselors um different members of the mental health community so so members of the mental health they should be locked away and but they're running the <laughs> yeah so anyways yes i'm sorry ladies and gentlemen this yes. is just so surreal to me this is I, I i often i often say things like you know this is so comical it's like an snl scene or an snl skit saturday night live for those of you who don't know <laughs> snl and that's kind of what this is like i it mean is. the writers of snl they don't need I don't care that the writers on strike, especially for comedy. All they got to do is show up to some of these meetings and they can film it. They don't have to do anything but just bring a camera and film it and then air it. Yeah. So (laughs) tell us I tell people, I'm like, unless you were there, you probably wouldn't believe me. But I mean, I guess in today's day and age, you would because all is fair in this, all is game now, apparently. But we went there and there was a small group. We all had our signs. It was weird because we sat separate. Some of us ventured into their what we you know their territory right. and sat with them. But this group of tolerance and love was there, and they were all uh, most of them wearing masks anyway. By the way, um, and every color hair you can imagine. Not that that's you know I'm not trying to. No, but it just but does, it a, does paint a paint picture a picture of of mentality yes. and who they are. And so they just. And the words, I can't even make this up. They'd go up to speak and they would say parents have no rights to their child's mental health. They so, so, again, ladies and gentlemen, I don't mean to keep cutting Jess off, fine. but I <laughs> want you to hear this and understand this. The people that were on the other side, the opposition. Mm-hmm. So if you can imagine the room basically divided. Mm-hmm. Uh, people with normal colored hair on one side. People with purple, <laughs> yeah. green, wild pink every color, whatever yes. <laughs> on the other side and i only point this out to to make up to make a point yes. you know if you want green hair go for it that, yeah. that's you're an american go for it you want pink hair go for it yeah but you just might be labeled part of that group <laughs> yes which you may not want to be part of that group right. on any level <laughs> so they're literally standing up now these are teachers parents parents kids kids mm-hmm. guidance counselors yeah on that side mm-hmm Standing up saying parents have no rights to their child to their children. Yep. Essentially. Yes. You have no rights to your children. They were saying things like you're going to the blood's going to be on your hands that kids don't want to be outed. Right. So they were talking about kids who come to their guidance counselor, proclaim that they're gay, lesbian, whatever, bisexual and or transgender. And then the parents are notified. Well, they weren't ready for their parents to be notified. So now you're going to create a hostile environment in that home because parents, they, a couple of them said this too, parents would kill their children if they knew that their children identified as any of these. So, again, let me back this yes. up a little bit. <laughs> these people who, many of them, 
are actually in charge of our children in the classroom six to eight hours a day. More than that, yeah. Stand up there and say, one, parents have no right to know what's going on with their children. Number two, if they did know what was really going on with their children, those parents would kill their own children. It would be an unhealthy environment. And these kids would then be forced to run away, suicide. Someone brought up suicide rates within the community, but they, it's all out of context, right? Right, right, right? Suicides rates are high in that community for a different reason than parents yeah. just being unreceptive or willing to help their children. Right. I mean, there may be some, right? We have to admit there's some parents that would, you know, be ups- there's always truly a bad apple. upset. Yeah. But the reality of it is, is all parents want the best for their children. And we should have the right to know how to help our children if they are experiencing or going through anything like this. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just speechless here because I just can't even. I, I really honestly, ladies and gentlemen, I can't wrap my brain around that kind of absurdity. I'm trying to find a place that that even makes sense. But see, here's the problem that I'm having. Um, I'm not mentally ill. Uh, some people may think that way. <laughs> Okay, but I'm not mentally ill. I have a few brain cells, uh, only a few, but they all work. And um, I can look at this thing with what used to be common, called common sense. But unfortunately, so many people in our culture today, they, you know, back, you look in the 40s, the 50s, when families were healthy. Yeah. How many, how many of them had purple hair? Zilch? Very few. Um, they were healthy because one mom one dad in the home raising their children and they had complete control over those children Mm -hmm. and if if this type of thing was tried back then you better believe it everybody would have been up in arms well right um i mean they would have stormed the castle gates i think you do that to to my child you know and now many parents are just folding they are i don't understand that it's it's one of those things that and i would say it's parents it's it's that mentality of, well, if we can just all work together, we'll give them what they want just for, like, just that peace mentality. Like, fine, right. okay, do what you want. I'll tr- and it's like, no, you don't understand. This has been, they've been trying this for decades, and now we're just, it's just not being hidden anymore. Right, right. So, you know, statistically speaking, it's, you're looking at the mental instability of our youth now, and they go to school, they go to public school, and they come out in the in the you know, workforce, the real world, and they they carry on that instability through, and that ideology wherever they go. So yeah. it's not just a school problem. It's eventually it's going to get out into. Yeah, it's in everything. It's in problem. everything now. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, I just read a um, a, a little bit of a, cl- a little clip really, uh, and and heard somebody talking about this that many employers nowadays when they're going to hire people. And if they put, if, if somebody comes in, fills out an application, and they say anything about preferred pro- pronouns, <laughs> that application goes automatically in the trash. Yeah. Because they know that person, one, is mentally unstable to begin with. Yeah. And secondly, is going to be a problem. HR nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so they just, in the trash, we're not going to deal with yep. that garbage anymore. So all of you, whether you be parents, school teachers, especially school teachers, well, really, I should say, it, especially parents, because do you realize your children are your children, mom yeah. and dad? And, and their health and well-being, not just right now, but for the rest of your life, begins and ends with you. 
So if you don't take care of them now, you're just setting that child up for a horrible future and you're setting up culture and society for a horrible future because now every one of us out here has to deal with your little Jimmy or your little Johnny or your little her, she, they, them, whatever yours, you know. Now we have to deal with their mental instability. Yes. So mom, dad, get off your butts and do something about it. And those of you who are, thank you. Thank you. Anyways, uh, I know I'm on a little tangent because this stuff, it, it, you mess with the kids, you're really messing with me. Yeah. Um, anyways, uh, so you go down to Chino Valley, you hear initially what these people are saying, and mm -hmm. from what I understand, um, the president, um, what was her name again? Sonia Shaw. Sonia Shaw. <sighs> See, I get so flustered, I can't remember people's names. <laughs> it's okay, I got you. In one conversation. So Sonia Shaw, from what I understand, she was kicking people out. Yeah, she even kicked out the state superintendent, Tony <laughs> Thurman. I wouldn't say she kicked... Okay, so she to be to be truthful, she didn't kick him out. It was everybody... So there was agendized comments, so comments mm -hmm. about what's going on in the agenda. There was 87 people wanted to speak wow. on this agendized item. And the board was gracious and said, okay, we want to hear from everybody, but we're not going to give you all three minutes. We're going to give you all a minute, so 60 right. seconds. And that still brought us over an hour. Right. And so... Tony Thurmond wanted to be one of, well, he was one of those people to go up and speak. And so she Explain was- Explain who Tony Thurmond is. He's the state superintendent. So for our, our for education, the state for the California, state education. The whole state of California. Yes. Sent down there by- Newsom. Gavin yes. Newsom, he, gruesome Newsom. Yes. So he got up there to say his, his 60 seconds, the mic cut off at 60. He didn't really get very far. He kind of just got to the point of his name and why he was down there. Yeah. And he tried to do a point of order, he kept saying, and she said, Sonia Shaw was like, this isn't your meeting. Like, you got 60 right. seconds, you're done. Um, you can have a seat. And he just stood at the podium. Well, she had Chino Valley police officers and school officers <laughs> around this meeting for good reason. And they all came up to the podium because she kept yelling, you need to leave, you need to go have a seat. You and he wouldn't seat. leave. He wouldn't do it. And so she said, this isn't your meeting. If I came to Sacramento, you wouldn't even give me the special privileges right. that you're asking. She wouldn't even have a minute. To she wouldn't say even that. have a minute. Right. So finally, he about faced and started leaving. But we were all booing and telling yeah. him to get out and leave. You're not welcome here. Right. And he walked right past us, and people were literally booing him out the door, like get out. Okay, so again, <laughs> I want you, lady, because the reason I'm doing this because I really want everybody listening to yeah. this to understand the uh, as you know, as much as going on as possible yeah. in this. So Newsom's guy mm -hmm. who's in, in charge at, at a state level yep. from Sacramento. Yeah. Uh, what's his name again? Thurman? Tony Thurman. Th yeah. Tony Thurman. And he's the state superintendent of yeah. over education. Over okay. Yeah. All of that. So the top guy for the state comes to this meeting to, and I'm going to use this word. I'm not saying he would use it, but I'm going to use it to bully Chino Valley into doing what he and Gavin Newsom want. And by the way, I, I, I need to point this out because, well, I just do this a lot to make a point. And these are all Democrats. Yep. So Democrat, liberal, left-leaning Democrat, the Democrat Party, well, um, nationwide, but especially yes. here in California, 
mom and dad, they don't like you. They hate you. Yep. And they don't even think you should have rights to your own children. Right. Remember those, those little human beings that came out of your body that you have been paying for financially, paying for emotionally and paying for mentally for as long as they've been on this planet? that you dress, you feed, you clothe, you take care of, you give them a home, you pay for them. The state has done nothing really for them at all or for you. Now they wanna take away what little rights you have left. So this Tony Thurman comes down there to bully Chino Valley mm -hmm. and Sonia Shaw, yeah. the, the, the president of Chino Valley School Board, bully them into doing it their way. And she says, you got a minute to talk. We'll listen to you, but you got your minute. He, of course, he's so self-absorbed in himself that he couldn't just get up there and say what he, he had to introduce himself, strut his stuff. I'm sure he walked around like he was a peacock, like he owned oh, the place. Oh, point of, what do they call point of order? Whatever. Yeah, whatever. You know, like this is my meeting. You better listen to me because I come from Sacramento. Oh, no, get out of here. I don't care where yeah. you come from. I like this woman. She's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> she kicked him out. She did, essentially. But yeah. she, well, he... I mean, and essentially he chose, she said you could have a seat, but he chose to leave. But then as in, I mean, I'm going to use it to in Democrat fashion, they yeah. somehow secured a classroom and did his own press conference, right? Because right. all eyes need to be on, on us for yeah. what we need to say. And he did the same thing. She kicked me out. She didn't give me the time. Our kids are in danger. Our, oh kids, gosh, are, our kids are, and it was danger. just, but there were a couple of reporters that were in there that asked them tough questions. Like, why wouldn't you want your why wouldn't you want the parents to be involved in your children and he right. had nothing to say but his stories changed so much like on his twitter he's deleted tweets he's mm -hmm. you know stories changed this yeah. whole time but we all that was a big victory we all kind of looked at each other and high-fived like we That's kicked out sacramento victory, yeah. like we we told yeah. them they weren't welcome here and so go. you can see the whole argument start to crumble on the other side like oh our leader yeah <laughs> the guy that we had brought down here for support is no longer here because yeah. <laughs> she kicked him out she <laughs> she kicked, kicked him, him out. out i love it yes and, and and even what i really appreciate is even the chino valley police department was yeah. there and escorted him out yes so they weren't uh, you know cowering to his no. bully tactics either no thank you jesus that there's yes. still some normal people in our state yes. um so Tell me about the reactions to the other side, you know, the, the, the um, rainbow side. Now I only say that because God owns the rainbow, but their hair was the yeah. color of the rainbow. So the, 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 you know, the alphabet rainbow group, um, what was their reaction to all of that? Um, you could, they were upset um, several times as we would go up to speak. I spoke, a couple other parents, several other parents spoke. Um, in support obviously of this and you could hear them outbursting shouting calling us names i mean every curse word you can imagine so so these again tolerant. ladies young, i just want to yeah they, they can they claim to be the tolerant left yeah and they claim to be you know compassionate and loving and we're just here fighting for the children yes. so here's the people fighting for your children one they got all the the, the rainbow color hair mm -hmm. and again if you want that that's fine. Go for it. Just be careful because you're <laughs> going to be labeled with them or, and put into that place, whether you realize it or not. But nonetheless, their guidance counselors, teachers, parents, uh, people that work in the school system and parents and such. And when they don't get what they want or they don't hear what they like, what were they doing? They were cursing, you know, profanity. They were even fighting. There were fights going on in the... <laughs> 
in the meeting and cops I felt so bad for these officers I would have to walk by and say you're doing amazing I'm so sorry for yeah. these other people because fights would break out they would have to escort people as they were leaving they were throwing the bird to everybody and we're just clapping like go home like you know it was so when you said it was a circus this it really, really was, was a circus a circus <laughs> and the clowns now own the circus pretty much they took they tried to take over and people would be shot but Sonia shot kicked them like she, if you objected or, or interjected, I should say, and outburst, she would kick you out. She gave yeah. you three strikes, and then she'd be like, you Boom, out, out, you out. Right. And that was amazing because school boards even here don't, they don't understand they don't the rights that. they have. They don't just, they take it, essentially. Yeah. And so it was, I mean, and I laughed. Like, every time someone got kicked out, I thought it was pretty comical. I'm like, nobody from our side is getting kicked out. And it wasn't because she right. picked favoritism. It was just, we're respectful, yeah. and we just let... You know, you, you go in there, you show respect, yeah. you have your facts, you're not just not emotion yes. driven, it's Correct. facts. Lots of emotion. And they just want to throw lies and slander out, you're going to kill the children, it's going to yes. create a hostile environment. Well, you know, again, way back when there was no hostile environment in the home. No. And, and ever since there has been children, which has been since the beginning, yeah. there comes a point in a child's life where they, they get confused about certain things. Right. It, it might be sexuality, it might be other things. Yeah. And guess what? If it's a healthy home, which most mom and dads want to create that, yeah. they get over the confusion yes. and move on with their life. Yes. The problem with the left is these people don't get over their confusion. And I would say it's because they're, it's so, they're so inundated with it. Yeah. So I believe I read, and I'm, don't quote me verbatim on the actual statistic, but it used to be what is like, high school kids it was like one in maybe 50 to 75 kids identified as transgender right. now it's one in four <laughs> so you got to go okay well what's the what's the contributing factor and right. it's just because you're being pushed i mean you're indoctrinating these kids you're literally right. shoving it down their throats they're being groomed they're being groomed indoctrinated and people will say it's not a fad it's not this it's the, finally they feel comfortable coming out and it said no because I can tell you when I was in high school, majority, we didn't even think about that stuff. We were so <laughs> worried about right. other things that we, right. we didn't even, that was, never an issue. that was never an issue. I mean, sure you had a couple kids, but it was never it, this massive group of kids and socially acceptable to where now straight kids or kids who identify with what they're born with are actually being bullied in schools. Right. And, oh, you have two parents, you have two, yeah. a mom and a dad. Oh, you're weird. And it's yeah. like, where did we, <laughs> what? Right. It's because we allowed, we <laughs> yes. allowed the broken, hurting people to take those places of yes. authority before they got healed, mm -hmm. before they got whole. Yeah. And now the clowns are running the show. Yes, it's ridiculous. You know, and they expect all of us to just fall in line. Well, no longer are we falling in line, ladies and gentlemen. We're not going to, we're not going to cower to that anymore. Yeah, we, we, we were silent for a long time, hoping they would get their heads together. But once they started forcing it on our children, once they far started forcing it in that sense, and I don't mean just mentioning it, forcing it. Mm -hmm. it, it okay, enough's enough. You know, that's why I, I, I love the story of, of, of Sonia Shaw. You're, you're my new hero. <laughs> <laughs> you're out. You're, you're out. out. Yes. So, so, okay, so the, the other side, they say, or they... Um, First, they're saying the knuckleheaded things, you know, yeah. and they're getting belligerent, fighting, literally, fist fighting, yes, among themselves, or um, it was kind of some of them was amongst themselves, some uh, themselves, but like I said, we had a couple people that 
ventured into like and just oh, sat okay, with them. Okay, yeah, yeah. So they were just ready to throw down with whoever, with whoever, didn't with whoever it didn't matter. But we, someone so, would be speaking, and then you'd hear President Shaw go, "Someone's hitting someone over here," or and somebody would stand up yelling at the other person, and you're just like, "So these <laughs> wonderful people that these are really concerned people. about our children, yes, are are fighting one another, fist fighting one another, fist fighting with the other, the, the opposition, yeah. their opposition, yeah, um, and if they." If they heard something that they didn't like or agree with, they would outburst. cuss people out. Yeah, outburst. You're going to kill our children. The blood's on your hands. Any mention of God, you saw manifestations. Oh, yeah. so you're just like, oh, Lord. Well, they're demonized yeah, anyway. Yeah, absolutely. But, and yeah. that's clear. And then if they were asked to leave, if they got up and left on their own, they were what? They were doing what? They were flipping everyone the bird, <laughs> cussing at everybody. The cops, you could tell, like, some of them were just rolling their eyes, like, can you please just leave? Like, I'm, Yeah, just go. Can you just go? And they would stay outside. Like, they had to where you could actually hear the meeting outside because not everybody can fit in. We had an overflow. Okay. And they weren't letting people into the meeting. But right. you could hear them outside yelling, trying to get in, and it's just like, <laughs> yeah. okay. Now, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> I, as I've said in many of my podcast episodes, I – never want to take away the right for people to protest. No. I, 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 that's one of the things that, again, uh, um, that makes America great, that we can um, protest. I mean, stand out inside a, a court building or a, a police station or wherever and say we don't like X, Y, Z. Never want to take that away from people. Right. But ladies and gentlemen, it's a strange thing when you see the mentally ill and the mentally deranged protest because yes. they don't have they cannot ever ever yeah. articulate anything that's you know like uh, why are you here protesting it's always something they're gonna kill our children it was very emotional you know well how are they gonna kill your children well because parents shouldn't know what their children are doing and if mm -hmm. they do they're gonna kill their children what evidence do you have of that? We don't. It's just all emotion-based. Check out my purple hair. Yeah. And blank you if you don't agree with me. Blank you, blank you, blank you, blank yes. you. You transphobe, homophobe, racist pig. I mean, that's really what it comes down yes. to, ladies and gentlemen. And and just just find some of these clips. Find some of these clips where they're, you know, we have the... We have the um, famous, that's become famous now, the liberal scream. Oh, I love those screamers. Oh, that was evident there, too. Yeah, and, and yeah, they just, when when they're kind of backed in the corner and, the, and they never have anything, uh, um, you know. Intelligent. Intelligent. To say. Yeah, intelligent. <laughs> I was looking for that word, but it's hard to put intelligent and with those people in the same sentence. Yeah. So they don't ever have anything intelligent to say, so they just stand there and scream at the top of their lungs. And it's irritating when you're in the moment, but it's so comical to watch later. Do you know how many great little clips we can make with the liberals? It's so phenomenal to see somebody uh, with green hair and pur purple polka dots that doesn't get what they want, tears streaming down their, uh, their face and screaming at the top of their lungs. And you say, why are you screaming? Well, it was, I remember that when Trump was elected. Trump was elected. Ah! They needed safe spaces. And <laughs> safe <laughs> they sent out, they actually sent out emails and phone robocalls to parents of school districts saying we are aware if your students need help or anything like that or, or emotional support. Emotional support. I'm like, oh my and God. don't get me wrong, ladies and gentlemen, children need that. Mm -hmm. But they need true emotional <laughs> support from people that are not mentally ill themselves. 
I'm just curious. I, I really, it would be kind of a cool study for me. I don't don't know how we'd go about doing this. I'm just wondering. Uh, I'm just curious. How many of those people are on some kind of, you know, um, medication for their, you know, whether it be depression or, yeah, you know, anxiety. psychotic episodes. Uh, yeah, uh, whatever. I'm just. I would just be curious compared to the other side. You know. Anyways, yeah, because it it really is a mental illness. I hate to keep saying that, ladies and gentlemen, but it really is. It is, you know. And we send these child, our own children, to these places to be trained by these mentally ill, mentally deranged people. Yeah. Anyway, so, so Chino Hills, Sonny Shaw, she's asking people to to remove themselves, and if they don't, the uh, police have to go down there and escort them out. Yeah. While these people who, again, are supposed to be there for our children, are screaming profanities and, mm -hmm. and giving everybody the bird because, well, people are finally uh, um, done listening yeah. to them. Thank God. Why did yeah. it take so long? Jeez. Just, yeah. So what does that do for you here on a more local level? After seeing that there, what does that do for you? It feels by fire, I think. I don't know if, if it's just not that I like to see people manifest but it's just like oh I know where we can get these guys but yeah um and like I told her and I, I went up to speak just to support her I told her I was like this Chino Valley Unified ignited a fire yeah and along with um Glendale parents and Sadaquai parents yes. that I you know I know and I work with too that they and fire has been ignited right. and we are seeing how school boards actually have more power than they than they really think some don't even think they do because the state says Right. You don't. And right. so they believe the state. I mean, we saw this with COVID. And I think right. that's where, and watching an interview with Sonia Shaw, she said that's what unveiled, the veil got torn off during COVID. And I think for all of us parents, it kind of did. Me especially, I mean, we had Zoe in public school when we moved back here. And I was like, how bad can first grade be? And then COVID <laughs> hit. And I was like, we're done. We're taking yeah. the kids out where this isn't happening. Right. So... It just, it gives me hope that we can win these battles. We just have to have the right people on our team. We have to have the parents stand up. That's the right. hardest part of this fight is parents. And it would, and it, I, I wouldn't say it surprises me, but it's the most aggravating part because you can tell a parent and they're just like, oh, well, my kid doesn't come home with that stuff, so I'm okay. Or uh -huh. parents that we have helped, well, we've got the resolution we've needed. So now we're just, we're, it, we're okay. We're just gonna go, go along with it. And it's like the big, they don't understand the big picture and they don't understand the reality of the situation that if you don't stop it forever, I'm a homeschool mom. I have right. technically, I have no business being right. in right. these, in these meetings. These, I mean, and I've had that said to me, I had an atheist group go, you homeschool, why are you even here? I'm like, well, because you're here, you have, you know, right, right, right. A lot of the opposition doesn't have kids in the district, but they're there too. So if it's not us, then who? If right. it's not going to be those who feel compelled by God to go, hey, I need to, somebody needs to fight for these kids and go out and do it. So that's right. just, that's why. Well, you just said something that's sparked. So a lot of parents don't want to get involved because they, you know, my kid isn't bringing that kind of stuff home. Yeah, it's complacency. Well, of course, they're not bringing it home right. because the teachers, the administrators and all that don't want you to know they're what's being it. taught mm -hmm. in the classroom. So um, they're not bringing it home because they're being told, keep it here. Your mom and dad doesn't need to know. Yes. I'm not saying 100%, but at some point, something like that is, is bound to happen with yeah. your child. And, and, and if you don't nip it in the bud now, 
what are you going to have to deal with in three years, four, four years, five years? And even if, well, my kids are older, my kids are certainly older and out of school, but I'm still fighting this for my grandkids, mm -hmm. for my great grandkids and kids I've never even met. Yeah. I don't want them. I don't want any child to be because that's abuse. It is. It's absolutely mental, emotional, sexual it is. abuse. And they don't understand, too, like, legislative speaking, there's laws that are almost passing. They are in a, in, they pass the assembly or their committees going for a final vote, and these parents don't understand that it, if these get passed, mm -hmm. that your rights are gone yeah. as far as parents. We've yeah. got... AB 1078 talks, uh, takes power away from the school districts. Why? Mm. Because the state wants to control the curriculum. Yeah. They know that the districts right now have power. They know the board members have power to essentially decide. That's what we saw in Temecula, right? They they passed Newsom's curriculum, but then took out right. the study, you know, all the information on LGBTQ and Harvey Milk and all that stuff. So yeah. they went around it, and now they're now the state's freaking out. Like, well, we can't have them disobey us. Right. Now we're going to pass legislation to where they can't. Right. Do you really want the state to further dictate to you what your children can learn and what they don't yeah. learn? Then we have Title IX federally, which I've been working on with, um, met with Mike Garcia to discuss. It's federally, too. It's not just California. It's not just Los Angeles. It's right. everywhere. And yeah. they're trying to push it in everything. Yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, th th this is a real battle, and and, a, and, and this is real. It this is. isn't this isn't conspiracy. These are things that are actually happening and taking place, or have taken place. Mm -hmm. The 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 things that they're pushing, they want to legally, in the state of California and other places, completely strip parents of all rights uh, as parents. Mm -hmm. So basically, you just become your child's landlord and guardian, not a parent. You have no say-so over what they're taught or how they live, anything. Medically, they want to push it to the point to where your child, and this is, again, this is not conspiracy. This is taking place. They want to, they want to make sure that if your child says, hey, I'm not the gender that I thought I was, uh, you know, little boy, I'm, I'm a girl. I'm going to go, I want to transition that somebody in the school can take your child mm -hmm. to one of those doctors and get them on hormone treatment, uh, surgeries, all of that mm -hmm. without your consent. I believe that's bill eight, six, uh, six, six, AB 665 actually, yeah. that the school counselors can do that. Right. And then 957 just makes you an unfit parent if you don't yeah. edify your child's affirm, affirm firm, their, yes, their, their gender or whatever they believe they are at that moment. I'm so sick and tired of and that. And that's already affirm. been passed in Washington. Washington State and I believe Oregon State has that law already. Yeah. So if you don't think it it's going to happen, it already did. Yeah, it's already happening, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. This is not conspiracy. This isn't something so wild or so crazy that you say that will never pass because nobody is that wicked or evil or stupid. No, it is happening Mm -hmm. And it's already taken place in other areas, and they're trying desperately to push it here in this state. And that would mean no matter where you are in the state of California, you might be saying, no, I live in a very conservative district. If they get what they want and they're, they're so close to getting it, it won't matter where you live in, in California. You have to be subject to California rules. Mm -hmm. And um, ladies and gentlemen, moms and dads, this I know I've said this. Am I actually getting so sick and tired of saying this, to be honest with you? 
don't vote Democrat. Mm -hmm. They are the party of absolute wickedness because that's who is behind all of this from a federal level, state level, local level. And uh, left leaners, the Democrat Party left leaners are in charge of our entire educational system. I'm not saying there aren't um, conservatives in the educational system because there are. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about at the very top of the top. It's all these left-leaning, very liberal, left-leaning Democrats, and they're pushing all of this stuff. And they won't be happy. This is the way it works. They're really happy with every abortion. Mm -hmm. They're really upset when a child actually is born alive. But no problem. We'll just turn that child, even though that child made it, we'll turn that child into one of our minions. Little boy, put him in a dress and convince him he's a girl. Little girl, um, I don't know, shave her head mm -hmm. and convince her she's a boy. And once you can bring in that level of confusion, which they're doing expertly, then they control. They control not only those individuals, but the future, because those individuals grow and they own the future. And so the liberal left, if they own the people that own the future, the liberal left owns the future. And while you're sitting back right now saying it can't happen because I live in a very conservative part of the country or, or the, a very conservative part of California, it's happening much faster than you can think. It is not going to come knocking at your door. It's going to just it's going to kick in the door and demand your compliance or you'll be in prison. Yep. And, 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 and I'm I'm just telling you what's happening right now, that this what happened in Chino Hills is extremely refreshing but this needs to happen at the state level at the mm -hmm. federal level yeah. and at the local level it, it needs to start happening parents and people who actually really care and have more than three brain cells that work and, and this thing called common sense need to get busy and stop being lazy and stop making excuses because it's here it is. <sighs> just don't 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 get me going don't get me going <laughs> So anyways, um, so you mentioned Glendale and Satakoy. What's going on over there? Um, I've been through my, through AVPE. So if most of you, if you don't know what AVPE is, it's Antelope Valley Parents for Education. I've been, um, I was passed the torch last week, ironically, to be the leader. So mm -hmm. I am now leading the group. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, but there is such, it and uh, there is a movement. I know it. The media won't show you it, but it, there is a movement. And these parents, and I had the pleasure of meeting with uh, parents of Glendale and Satakoy parents, and just parental groups all over Los Angeles County, by the way. And they're moving. They are. These are the no talk, more action kind of people. And I, it, it's just amazing. But um, Satakoy parents. Um, one, the leader of their group went out and by herself and her her daughter went out and got what they needed like signatures they protested they arranged protests and people showed up and I mean Glendale and uh, they're a very small community I mean I mean I grew up down there for part of my life and it's a very close-knit community I would say and when people say show up they show up and I and I want to stress that to people it's the larger numbers that we have, the louder we are than the opposition, the more impact we have. Right, and the right. more, I don't want to incite fear, but fear the government has yeah. over parents. Right. And so that's what this, the Sadequa, uh, her name's Nada, she went out and did 
amazing things for her community and she's still doing it and so that ignited in me like okay it's possible she went out and did things on her own we are lucky enough with AVPE to have a group of people let's go out let's meet people let's build relationships with the school board they may hate us but let's go try to meet with them and um, pass out flyers and go door to door it's it's a lot of work but if we're gonna awaken up the amount of parents that we need we have we have to be boots on the ground yeah we have to go and do stuff yeah Yeah. so that brings up a good point Um, a lot of people well, where do I get started? What do I do? I mean, I don't know how to do this. That seems like such a mm-hmm. big task. And don't get me wrong, ladies and gentlemen, I know it's a big job. Um, but what can people do? I mean, really, how can they get started? What can they do? Um, there, Believe it or not, there are parental groups all over the place. And I didn't realize there was until I got immersed into this community. They are everywhere. Right. If you find one, you're going to find another. Um, so just looking on social media and finding parental groups, looking in your community, ask, go to board meetings. You're going to find the parental groups there too. You're right. going to find parents who are fighting for their kids. Yeah. And if there isn't one, form one. Form yeah. your own group because they're, they're all needed. We should yeah. have had these groups a long time ago. We should have had, I mean, yeah, we could say PTA and all that stuff, but they... We needed groups that really paid attention to the curriculum, really paid attention to what was being taught to our kids, what political agendas were being pushed in the school, because schools have been politicized for a long time. And you've had, I mean, the teachers union for one is just this evil monster, I I say, that just wants to annihilate parents and conform these kids. But it's everywhere social media i mean you could even follow us and i can hook you up if somebody wants to follow us on instagram or message me on instagram av parents for education i can try to find you a group they're out there there's hundreds hundreds of parent groups all over the state of cal in every state actually um a good one is moms for liberty they are everywhere across the country so you can message them and yeah yeah. so moms for liberty Mm -hmm. avpe uh we'll put um some type of links in the description for this episode so that you can just click on it and get to some of these and ask questions and get involved. But what I find, ladies and gentlemen, this is how easy it is sometimes. This is just, get ready for this, because a lot of people make it so difficult. Mm -hmm. Just show up. Yeah. Go to a school board meeting. Listen to what's being said. If somebody says something that you agree with, you know, I know they don't like a lot of shouting and hooping and hollering and everything, but you can give a, you know, that pro, that, that high five, like, yeah, I, I agree yeah. with you, you know, kind of a thing. And they notice that. Yes. They take note of that. They want to know where everything, come on, a lot of these people are more politicians than they are anything else. So they need to go where, where they know the most voices are, um, you know, uh, the more people are in yeah. that sense. Who who do I need to win over um, to get the votes next time around? Let's face it. It, it just is what it is. I'm not yeah. saying all of them, please. There's a lot of great people like this. Sonia Shaw apparently doesn't care about that. She's going to do the right thing no matter what. But a lot of them are just going to be doing whatever they feel is going to get the most vo- votes next time around. So if our side mm-hmm. is the predominant voice they take note of that and say, I better start doing things to make that group happy yeah. because they show up in mass. If you're part of the purple haired, you know, flip them the bird every time you don't like what you like or hear what you like, 
they want to shy away from that because they don't want to be associated with that because that makes them look bad. Mm-hmm. But if that's the only group showing up, they know they got their vote. Yeah. And so, ladies and gentlemen, we got to start flipping this. Just, just you know, no, I'm not saying only show up, but if it starts there, just show mm-hmm. up. Some of the rallies and things that we have been at, like last night, I, I mentioned this again earlier, where uh, it was just the uh, appreciation for local law enforcement. I was expecting maybe 100 people to show up. I was excited to be there. I was excited to be a part of it, but I was really only expecting about 100 people. When I saw, I didn't count heads, but there, there was so several hundred than, people. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people. People like Sheriff Villanueva, our last sheriff, yes. um, showed up, which was great. Tom Lackey, a local politician, showed up. Mm-hmm. And then a lot of, uh, of course, law enforcement. But they had the mounted patrol out they there. Did? That was awesome, too. Was. It's like, man, you guys are sitting on those horses for, they, they were up there. Over an hour. Well over an hour, because they were there when I showed up, and I got there a little bit earlier. Yeah. They were already on their horses, you know. And so they were on their horses at least two hours mounted the mounted uh, uh, sheriff deputies and um, who else we had the explorers yes you know which which one of our very own Xavier yes. was there that was awesome to see and yes. and uh, and a lot of the deputies that um, were there not only to show their support for a bit to to be supported yes. by everybody else mm-hmm and so it, my point is, ladies and gentlemen, it was, it was moving and it was profound that things are waking up. But here's the thing. 95% of the people that showed up didn't have to do anything but show up. Right. That's it. That's it. The, the, their mere presence in their face said, we appreciate you. And, and because of that, our law enforcement appreciated them just for showing up. Mm-hmm. See, a lot of times I have to I have to say a speech. No, no, you don't. I mean, I would encourage that if you have something worthwhile saying, but just show up. Mm-hmm. You should always know what's going on in yeah. your child's school. Exactly. Always, like you should know. You should have such. I always say such a relationship with your kids. Know, okay, hey, how is school? What do you you know? What's got? What do you got going on? But be informed with your the teachers. Have a relationship with your child's right. teachers and principal, and understand. Hey, these my kids are here for eight to nine hours a day. Yeah. I want to know who's watching my kids yeah. and who. So I, th- I think that blows my mind where I'm like, parents are like, oh, I don't know. I don't even know the, my child's principal. And yeah. I'm like, uh, what? <laughs> it, it, what's going on? And, 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 and parents, listen to me. This is important because I've had people tell me this. All right. Well, I went to public school. I turned out okay. And you cannot gauge the public school of today but by, uh, by the public school of 20. 30 and in my case well a lot longer than that <laughs> i graduated high school in 1984 and we were already dealing with stuff way back then what we should never have had to deal with but it's today it's on such an astronomical level of crazy mm-hmm. that i cannot i would be an absolute fool to think i went to public school i turned out okay so what's wrong with public school today a lot <laughs> <laughs> None of my teachers back then had purple hair telling me that I was a girl. None of them. Not one of them. Not one of them even had it. And listen, I'm just saying this because of the differences, not because I'm for or against these things necessarily at all. So please don't misunderstand what I'm saying. But I I think I only had one teacher that had visible tattoos. Mm -hmm. That was just the culture. Yeah. You know, and... um, um, 
none of the women te- or the men teachers. I, I think we had some men teacher that had one earring, little you know that little stud, and none of the other even female teachers had more than you know one earring in each ear. I'm only contrasting yep. what we're seeing today. Now we have purple hair. We got facial tattoos. We've got uh, like 50 piercings, and that's that's the school teachers mm-hmm. that are leading our children. And none of that is necessarily, in and of itself, a bad thing. But it's just contrasting how far we've come, where it, it, that was really looked down upon. And in still in some jobs today, facial tattoos or anything like that, you can't even get hired. Mm-hmm. But that group is typically now saying, oh, you're a little boy. No, you're a little girl. You're not Sammy. You're Sally. Oh, you're a little girl. No, you're a little boy now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, it, it just is. Oh, and you, little Sammy, you feel like a girl. Well, you're now little Sally. Do you want me to take you somewhere so that you can get pieces of your body cut off and other pieces added on mm-hmm. and hormones and all these other things that'll turn you into a girl well, what's that little boy or little girl supposed to think it's, i mean they're confused to begin they are with. and they're promoting self-hatred essentially yeah. they're promoting it too much so much to where these kids hate who they are and they now need to find acceptance with who other people say they are yeah and our kids are i mean we all were in high school we know how impressionable we are and we yeah. all did really dumb things in high school for the sake of inclusivity so why, that's, yeah. why would we even push this idea of, of sexualizing our kids on kids who don't even understand that themselves? Ex- and teachers exactly. who, that's the big question I ask parents is, why are you okay with, a, with an adult displaying their sexuality yeah. to your children? That's a pedophile. That's a pedophile. And, and other, yes, it, it, 20 it years to, ago, it, you would have been a pedophile. But <laughs> see, that's my point. Yeah. So when I was still in school, if that was even discussed... That part, that adult would be behind bars. Yep. And where they belong. Yep. Nowadays, it's celebrated. Yep. So we're celebrating a one of the most heinous perversions known to mankind. Yep. And they don't hide it either. They say, you saw yeah. the video of them chanting, we're coming for your kids, or yeah. we're here for your children. And everyone's like, they're not. And you're like, oh, no, no. Uh, <laughs> that was, yeah, they were chanting that in that rally. In that, in that rally. parade, yeah, but, rally. But there's, there's, in San Francisco, there's the... The um, I forget the exact name of it, but a homosexual men's choir. Yeah. They have a whole choir song written by them about how they're coming mm-hmm. to get our children, mm-hmm. and that no matter how hard we try, they're still going to get our children. Mm-hmm. And that's celebrated today. Yeah. And people think that it's a joke. It's funny. And I'm like, how is this funny? It's to not you? funny at all. How do you, like? Come at me and try me, is all I say. Yeah, yeah, yeah it, it's like, <laughs> oh, you know, serenity now, serenity yeah. now. <laughs> it's so. just, it, and it's a mind-blowing thing to, to look, if you have, would have told me, even four years ago, when we got back here to California, this is what we would be fighting against, I would have told you you were a liar. Like, I would have been like, absolutely not, yeah. that nobody would let that happen. They're let, literally letting it happen, and parents are moving aside, like, go ahead, go. Yeah. And I'm like, where... Is this like righteous anger? Righteous, the righteous, a- anger? righteous yeah. anger and this innate desire to protect your children. This yeah. primal instinct, right, yeah. to say no. Right. You have that. I mean, you have that in you, me. You know, all of us that we surround ourselves with. But where is the? If you did this twenty, thirty years ago, you would have had 
torches and pitchforks going up to school board meetings saying, you're not doing this, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was, it, it, you said that and it reminded me of a little clip that I saw <clears throat> just recently, as a matter of fact. Um, and it, what, what it is, is a bunch of gorillas sitting around in a zoo. And one of the mama gorillas had a little baby gorilla um, uh, on her back, actually. And a, and a young male gorilla came up and started harassing that baby gorilla on mama's back grabbed it and, and, and tried to throw it on the ground. Then big dad gorilla comes out of nowhere and tears this young, this young male gorilla up yeah. for, for harassing that little baby gorilla. Now, I said all that to say this. Ladies and gentlemen, if gorillas, <laughs> think about this, gorillas, and it doesn't matter if you're religious and you believe that God created us all just exactly the way we are or you believe in evolutional theories or anything like that, they're still lower than us. Gorillas, animals, hanging out in a zoo. If they understand this, and yet we have so many parents that can't even rise to gorilla status. Essentially. I mean, <laughs> you, you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, um, yeah, I, I'm not one that buys into the evolution thing the way most people do, but just for argument's sake, that tells me that a lot of parents have not fully evolved yet. I mean, honestly, yeah. I'm not even trying to be funny. I mean, this is a sad reality when gorillas have a better sense of protecting their own children mm -hmm. than many human parents. Mm -hmm. um, see, so this, this, this young adult, this young male gorilla grabs this little baby gorilla and is going to run off and put lipstick and a dress on him. Daddy gorilla gets mad and says, not my son. No. And jacks him up. I don't know if that was really going on in the <laughs> minds of those gorillas. I'm just trying to make a point, ladies and gentlemen, that here's these groups of people running our school system, teaching our children that are pedophiles. They're not just leaning that way. They are pedophiles. And they're trying to confuse our children and groom our children and indoctrinate our children and brainwash our children. And many of you parents can't even rise to gorilla status to put your foot down and say enough is enough. I'm protecting my child. You will not touch my child. Mm -hmm. You will not do this to my child. Yep. And anyone who thinks, so we talked about earlier the kids that we got to start with the kids. We're looking at the generation of love is love, all inclusivity now in the ranks of coming after our kids. So this is, I always tell parents, this is, your fruit is out there. Yeah. Well, we have a tolerated the Obama generation of yeah. be offended by everything Ooh. and everybody needs to accept everyone. Yeah. This is why, this is what we're looking at. And that's where a lot of people mis misunderstand even what we're talking about. Yeah. Uh, you know, we gotta, uh, um, we got to accept everybody. I do accept everybody. Mm -hmm. I don't accept every ideology. Right. So if, if anybody's going to be leaving my life, it's not based on any, any other fact or idea in that regard than what they bring to the table ideologically. Yeah. You come in and try to pervert my children, well, you're out the door. Yeah. 100%. So you don't accept me. No, I don't accept the garbage that you're pushing. Mm -hmm. And unless you're going to repent and walk away from that, you're out the door. Yep. You know, it's it, it, anyways, don't mm -hmm. get me going again, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> this is one of those things. It's like a pet peeve for me. So Glendale is waking up. Sadakoy. Sadakoy. Which is LAUSD, um, which is amazing. I mean, we're watching all of LA County, essentially. The fire has been ignited. Yeah. And we talk about in our groups, 
if we can cut the head the, the head of the snake off, we've oh, got yeah. the state, and that's L.A. County. Everybody yeah. looks to L.A. County. Everybody looks to California. Yeah. And Absolutely. so if we can, that's our goal. If we can get LAUSD, yeah. either vote them out, recall them, whatever we can do to get the parents to take back control. Anything and everything that deals with Los Angeles County, California as a whole really, but Los Angeles County, like you said, is so key. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether it be in the school district or Government. local politics, yeah. city councils, you know, anything associated with LA County, we, we really need to clean house on. Uh, and that's why, ladies and gentlemen, get busy. Mm-hmm. In our last uh, episode, we were talking with uh, Mike and Carol Ross and Rich about this same very thing. Not so much directed only at the schools, but on every level. Yeah. It affects everything. And um, so, ladies and gentlemen, get out there and get involved. Vote. But as uh, I heard a preacher say, he said, you know, you finally get your friends to vote, and then they vote stupid. Mm-hmm. Don't vote stupid, ladies and gentlemen. Know who you're voting for and why. And don't vote in the people that are destroying our children's lives through all this left-leaning liberalism, this garbage. In other words, just don't vote Democrat. Essentially. Just don't vote Democrat. Anyways, I'm so sorry. I, I wanted Jess to come here and talk, and I've been doing it because it's been sparking such frustration in me mm-hmm. because um, there's not a lot of things that really get me that amped up. Okay, never mind. I lied. There's a lot of things that get me amped up, but especially the children. Um, any any other thoughts that you want to leave everybody with? Just that we are all called to do something. And we were, God put us in this time for a reason. Mm-hmm. I mean, I used to, I mean, you know, I used to kick and scream like, why are we back here in California? Why, why, why? Get me out, get me out. But we are all called to stand up against unrighteousness. And so it doesn't have to be doing what I'm doing necessarily, getting out there, speaking at public events or rallying the troops. You can just be the troop, just show up, just be a, a, just take a seat, have a seat in one of these meetings, know what's going on with your children, speak out if it's, you know, if it's something doesn't sit right with you. We all are given discernment, use it. Right. So if it doesn't feel good, it's probably not good. Right. Um, And just know that, for example, Sonia Shaw, she was she just became school board president in January, and I think this wow. is why she's such an amazing woman to me. Um, is she felt called? She mm. was fighting for her kids long before this, fighting for the districts, and then she literally felt God say, "Okay, you're going to run." Yeah, and she did, and here she is, and you're watching God move. So yeah. God is moving; He just needs His foot soldiers to come up and say, yeah, yeah. "Okay, I'm here to do it for you." Yeah. So what are you, I couldn't live with myself if I just sat back and let all this nonsense go on. I couldn't, even though my kids are homeschooled and I made that decision, I couldn't sit back and watch all these other kids, whether parents are woke or not, or paying attention or not, go through this abuse, because that's what it is. It's abuse in our school systems to just say, oh, well, it wasn't my problem. It's all of our problems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all of our problems because we have to deal with the backlash of all that. Yeah. So find what God's calling you to do. Reach out to someone. Do something. Anything. Yeah. And if you're still wondering, ladies and gentlemen, again, it comes down to this. Show Mm -hmm. up. Here it's uh, school board meetings are every other Tuesday? Yes, every other Tuesday. Our first one is going to be August 1st at Westside. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. Westside Union School District at Hillview Middle School. All right. Just remind me to get the address so I can, mm-hmm. again, put it in the uh, comments so people could show up. Yeah. And just show up. Even if you, oh, I don't have anything to say, don't say anything. You just show up. Mm-hmm. Because just by doing that, you'll get an education. You'll, you'll hear what people are saying. Mm-hmm. You'll hear what the school, school board is saying, what's being passed, what's not being passed. The opposition, you'll, you'll hear it all. You'll, you'll see it right there in action. And, you, and then you can, uh, you can figure out where your uh, efforts will be best used and yeah. utilized. Because there's committees. They, schools have committees now, curriculum committees. Um, they decide what curriculum is going to be used. Like You can get involved without right. getting, you know, having to do what I'm doing. Well, <laughs> Jessica, thank you so much for joining me here. And I, I'm, I know we're going to have this discussion again in the in the near future because this is such a, an important discussion. This is an important topic. Our children, their well-being, what's what they're being taught in the schools, and uh, how we can make their lives better mm-hmm. and protect them yeah. from all this nonsense. Um, so, any closing thoughts? No, that's just it. Just get involved. We need all the help we can get. We yes. need an army. The Opposition is only 0.03 of the population, and somehow they're the loudest, which blows my mind. And so if we can get the other 99 point whatever percent yeah. to actually, even half of that, yeah. to come and say, hey, nope, we're going to rally together and link arms and say, this isn't, right. this isn't going to, we're not going to take this anymore. Yeah. That's what we need. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Again, this is Jessica Enos doing a phenomenal, fantastic job uh, for our children at these school board meetings, and it's branched out from uh, here, Lancaster and Palmdale area, to Chino Hills, to Satakoy, to Glendale, and they're all doing a great job and, and, and working together, either directly or indirectly, to protect our children and protect our future. So I applaud you, Jessica. I think you're doing a phenomenal job. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're out. But again, get involved. Thank you for choosing Table Flippers Podcast. To find our merchandise page, go to gwcclancaster.org. Then find the Table Flippers link, click on it, and it'll take you right there. Until next time, have a fantastic day. Say goodbye, Chippy. Goodbye!